Welcome to a special edition of the hit show. My name is Danny Russell. I am the managing editor of D-Rays Bay. And this weekend, I had the opportunity to cover the game from Fenway Park. Had a blast. It was great talking to players, being in the clubhouse, being on the field, but also walking the stadium and talking to Rays fans, who there were a disproportionate number of. And I was really impressed. But first, I caught up with a friend of the site, Jason Collette of Rotographs and the Rays-centric website, The Process Report. That interview is first. And afterward, there will be some fun audio of me walking around the stadium and saying, hey, Rays fan, who are you and how did you get here to Fenway Park? Please enjoy. Hello and welcome back to The Hit Show. Today is April 28th. It's a Saturday. We're at Fenway Park and it is beautiful out. We'll see if we... uh, talk to any interesting people today so what's your name jason colette oh i know you maybe welcome back thank you so what brings you to boston uh work and taking advantage of works perks (laughs) sitting in a suite right now talking about it (laughs) out of all the race fans i've found today you're the only one wearing green race gear green and purple how did i how did i tell you to look for me yesterday you said uh look for the devil race cap and the ucf jacket what am i wearing (laughs) exactly that (laughs) so what are your thoughts on this team they have an eight game winning streak and an eight game losing streak yeah, uh, they're they're more entertaining to watch this year because they uh, don't strike out all the time and uh, the ball is in play more often and they're moving things around. They lack the power hitters everybody else has, so they're not hitting home runs, but they're certainly hitting doubles, taking the extra base, and uh, pitching outside of Snell is an everyday adventure. <laughs> are they are they better or worse or meeting expectations? Uh, I would say they're meeting expectations. Uh, honestly, they weren't as bad as the eight-game losing streak. They're not as good as the eight game winning streak um but the quality of play of the field's been, the quality of play offensively has been good it's the pitching that needs to get some consistency like i said snell is must watch tv everything else yeah not so much his last outing i thought was something special it had a little bit of that uh no no flair that you're not allowed to talk about yeah well like i said he uh he's one of the things he's doing is getting ahead with with uh non-fastballs and then throwing what I'm calling pseudo strikes now pitches that look like strikes that die on their way to the on the way to the plate and batters have to swing at those pitches whereas last year when he was struggling they would he had to throw fastballs and nobody can live off their fastball alone and so as long as he keeps getting ahead like this and then kind of get the strikes on to expand he's a he's a fun guy to watch you wrote recently about Chris Archer thinking he's already expanded his strike zone when he really hasn't yeah, Chris Archer has kind of forgotten the inner third of the plate against lefties, and he needs to rediscover that part. Uh, even the last start, I didn't get to watch it, so I've, I was just sending notes to people at the game that had a nice vantage point and said, hey, how's he picking the lefties? And he's like, no, he's still not pitching inside. Um, so that's got to that's gotta happen. He can't just stay out in the outer, outer two-thirds with fastball and slider and, and ignore the changeup. Yeah. You think Faria's going to piece it back together? I didn't like what I saw the last time out. I liked what I saw the previous two starts. Um, so I hope so. Uh, need him to do it, but um, I need some more consistency right now. 
Yeah, I think he's just trying to find what works. I was able to talk to him uh, yesterday, and I asked. All right, your last start, it was a ton of curveballs. Percentage-wise, I think the most he had thrown in the start. Yeah. The start before that, 25 change-ups. Start before that, it was like all sliders, if I'm remembering correctly. Uh, career highs in each of those. Yeah. And I was like, what was going on? And... He just said, honestly, that was the pitch that worked that day, so I used it. I, I haven't seen so many folks ask it. I'm wondering how much cold weather. I was talking to some Twins fans the other day. Like they, yeah. They're worried Fernando Rodney's not throwing his changeup. I'm like, he probably can't feel the damn ball yeah. in his hand. He's been out, you know, he pitches in Dominican Winter League. He's pitched in Tropicana and in Safeco and in Arizona, all these domes. And now he's pitching out in cold weather. And, and if you can't feel the baseball, you can't throw a changeup. Yeah. And so I'm wondering how much of that, because these guys have had to pitch in a lot of bad weather. Alex Colomay's cutter wasn't cutting, and I was convinced it was the weather. I asked him about it. He said no, but what's he going to say? They're not going to admit to it, but it has to. Mm -hmm. It has to be a factor. Yeah, like when you see guys like Kittredge out there just blowing into their fists every single pitch, it makes you worried. Mr. Glockner, by all being Floridians, most people are listening to this, you can't you can't simplify it, but come up to me in North Carolina and go out in the backyard and try to play catch with your kids when you can't feel the baseball. Yeah, yeah. yeah not much fun. That's not Boston. That's not Boston in the snow or <laughs> Chicago in the snow either. That's right. So probably ending April 500 feels right? Yeah, it feels good. I mean, if you would have told me they were going to end 500 after being 1-8, and eight, uh, I would have laughed at you, but it's... It's been uh, you know, playing the way they played Minnesota, the way they played in Baltimore, the way they've played Friday and Saturday. Uh, and this, it's been a very entertaining game of baseball, our brand of baseball to watch. And uh, I, I honestly don't know where all these snowmen are coming from. Eight runs, twelve runs, eighteen hits yesterday. It's I never would have thought, never would have saw uh, that coming, but it's happening. Yeah, just watching Joey Wendell run out and make another good play. Has Joey Wendell surprised you, or has he met expectations? Uh, kind of surprising, honestly. Um, I didn't think he was as good defensively as he's played, and offensively, he, we, you know, he's got that hold down and in. Um, you know, if, if pitchers can locate and get into him down and in, he can't do what he needs to do at the plate, but he's making them, uh, when they make the mistake, he makes them pay for it and gets on base. So uh, he's, he's exceeded expectations at the plate. Um, and then met them in the field. That's the reputation I heard of. Yeah. What about Daniel Robertson? Do you think he's overachieving, or is this just the new Daniel Robertson? I think more of it comes around playing time. He had to fight for it and fight for it and fight for it in the past. Now he's getting it. He's taking advantage of it. I don't think he's a shortstop. If we've looked at his issues when he's had fielding issues this year, it's been when he's been at shortstop. At third base, he just seems more natural. I think back to the uh, the series against Philly when he had the uh, – there was the Andrew Knapps on third base. He gets a hard uh, one hopper to shortstop, fields it, and he could have thrown behind Knapp and got him to a pickle, gone home and easily got him. Yeah. And he backfooted and threw it over to first base. And so both – guys and uh, one scored and one made it on base when he shouldn't have uh, so it's those kind of things there's another play uh, charging it just doesn't look clear as shortstop as he has at, uh, as he has his third base I really like what I've seen from the third are the Rays going to have problems mid-season when they're originally thinking this is where we promote all the kids uh, they keep doing what they're doing. Um, it's going to be tough to promote. Somebody asked me today about Adamas and Bowers, and they're going to have to make some room or some guys are going to have to come back down to earth or underperform. Uh, right now, it's if somebody was like, hey, why isn't he called up right now? Well, because these guys are playing well. Why are you going to bring them up? Uh, you, get, you only bring these guys up so they play. You don't bring them up so they sit on the bench like um, Tyler O'Neill's doing with the Cardinals. You know, yeah. That kind of thing. That's tough. Yeah. 
That's a healthy meal. <laughs> that's all Skittles on your Chips plate right and now. M&Ms. That's yeah. beautiful. <laughs> that's like two of the four food groups. Oh, I'm sorry. It's M&Ms. Excuse me. Is it Skittles or is it M&Ms? M&Ms. Oh, man. I should have known. <laughs> I don't know. If there's Skittles, I want some. If I find some, I'll bring you some. Thank you. You're welcome. <laughs> man. It's an interesting year. Is it a rebuilding year or are they quietly trying to be competitive? That's no, what. it's a rebuild. It really it still is. I mean, some of these guys, I think three of these guys on the roster on, out in the field today won't be here on August 1st. But, you know. I think Ken Rosenthal had a nice article about playing for the middle. Uh, I think he wrote it with Oakland and Pittsburgh and Tampa Bay, and it fits. I mean, they're playing for 81 and 81 and seeing how the cards fall from there. You know, people, that's where everybody's expectations should be is 500 team and see what happens from there. That would make five years in a row of playing for the middle then. Hey, I don't know. I used to be of the theory, if you're not first, you're last, and just try to tank it. But if everybody else is tanking it, why try to race that hard to the bottom? Yeah, man. All right. Thanks. All right, man. And next, I'll be walking around the park and talking to every Rays fan that I could find, whether they were wearing a Rays T-shirt, a Rays jersey, a Rays ball cap, or maybe just even gear like Jason that's from the state of Florida and his UCF pullover. So you'll never know who they are and why they're there. Today, I tried to find out. All right, so what's your name? Jen. Emily. And you guys came here together? Yes, we did. So how did you end up in an Archer jersey? I'm a season ticket holder for the Red Sox, but I've always been an Archer fan, so anytime the Rays are in town, I wear my Archer jersey. So you're an Archer fan, not a Rays fan? I'm a Rays fan, too, don't get me wrong, but okay. I love Chris Archer. I think he's a great person. He does a lot of stuff in the community, and it's just incredible. How many Chris Archer starts have you seen? Probably at least eight. Does he ever let you down? No, never. He always pitches his heart out. Awesome. So, hi, what's your name? My name's Jacqueline. And how did you end up in Fenway Park in a raised jersey? Well, we're actually from Tampa, and we always wanted to come to Fenway Park to see a game here, so... uh, Awesome. So you flew in? We did. Did you come to Boston just for this game? We did. That's great. Yeah, just for the weekend. It's a great weekend. It's nice weather. This this weather is beautiful. Today it's good. Yesterday it rained and tomorrow it rains. Yes, yesterday was really rain. Yesterday was really rainy, but today's awesome. And it feels hotter than what it says it is too. It's so hot here. And you have a throwback purple hat. Oh, how's it going, bud? Good. It's all good. Hi, my name's Danny. Jimmy. So, you have a black pullover Chris Archer. Correct. How did you get the throwback with Archer's name on it? I just got it custom made. That's excellent. Yeah. That is the legit jersey. That is my favorite. Yeah, it's awesome. I love it. That's cool, man. And we switch it up too. She has to have the jersey. Yeah, the throwback hat, the throwback jersey. (laughs) I'm for it. All right, you guys enjoy. Thank you. Hello, what's your name? I'm Janet Wearies. Michelle. So you guys are here in Ray's gear in the third row behind home plate. How did you guys get here? Uh, we came from Florida. Yeah, we're from Florida. So you flew up here for, for, the game. for this game? Yes. That is excellent. How many games do you typically get to in a year? Uh, quite a bit. This is the first time we've done an out-of-town game. Okay. But normally home games we go quite a few. That is excellent. What do you like about the city so far? Oh my gosh. I love how when you enter Fenway, uh, Chop's not like that, the Chop can't feel. 
that the whole experience of entering and all, like it's the street, it's just awesome. But Boston's been fun. I've been going out to eat every night, eating a lot of lobster. Have you been following the Rays Stadium news? Yes. So what do you think about the prospect of them moving to Ebor? Uh, I like it. No, we're not happy. I love the fact that I could go to the Trop and no matter what weather it is out in Florida, you're inside. You know, it's just kind of... What if Ebor is inside? That, that might make a difference. If it was enclosed... I, that's just one thing. I like in that air conditioning. It could be pouring rain outside and we wouldn't even know it. Tampa Bay is the lightning capital of North America. They have to uh, have a roof most of the time. Yes. All right. Do you think uh, they could replicate the same kind of feel of walking in to the stadium and what's going on in the streets in Ebor? I think in Ebor they could, definitely, because Ebor is a lot, you know, a lot of fun, a lot of clubs, a lot of, definitely. They might be able to do, like, that here. All right. Thanks, guys. Thanks. Nice talking to you. Hi, what's your name? Connor. And you got a Kiermaier on. Yes, I do. How did you end up in a raise? So, uh, so when I was, so when I was about ten years old, um, I was uh, I was a real big fan of the uh, MLB 2K series. Yeah. And Evan Longoria was on the cover. He's my yes. favorite player at the time. Uh, I was a Ray for a really long time, and um, I uh, had a Evan Longoria jersey. And then you know he got traded this year, so I still got to root on the team. I've been rooting for him since I was ten years old. So, are you from here? Yeah, no, I'm from Connecticut actually. Nice. Yeah. <laughs> so hi, what's your name? My name is Jordan. And what's yours? Sarah. So how did you end up right behind the dugout in a Chris Archer at Fenway Park? Well, because this is the Rays dugout. Yeah. I got to see my guys. Yeah. So are you from Boston? No, I'm from upstate New York. Okay. How did you become a Rays fan? <laughs> Just telling the story. So I grew up liking the Tampa Bay Bucks for no reason at all. I've never even been to Tampa. And uh, then I Still? Left. Still never been. Well, unless the airport counts. It's hot. Yeah, I know it's hot. That's why I don't go there. <laughs> but then I liked the Rays. I had no idea they were so bad. And then 2008 rolled around and things were looking good and, you know, still working, rebuilding. How do you feel so about the direction the team's going, kind of rebuilding this year? It's a tough off season. Uh, well, Evan Longoria is my favorite player ever, so seeing him leave was, was tough. But stuck with the it. rotation's great. I mean, Snell's looking like he's... Got figuring it out. Malik Smith was just down here signing, yeah, uh, which was pretty cool. He's he's been playing great, filling in for Kiermaier. He's out oh, today. Uh, Kevin Cash said it wasn't for an injury though. He's fine. It's not for an injury. It's not for an injury. It's just uh, giving him a rest. All right. Well, I like to hear that. I think they wanted to expand the best field. center fielder in baseball. So you think so? hundred percent. Malik Smith? No, no. Kevin Kiermaier. Right. No, Smith is not activated. You said. That's who's yeah, not playing. Smith is on the bench. He's not playing today. He's not playing right, today. I'm a bummed about Did that. I say Kiermaier? I thought so. We were talking about Kiermaier. Kiermaier. I don't even know who these people are. It's all right. He's the outlaw. See, that's terrible. Yeah. So, what's your story? Um, well, I live in Boston. Yeah. So, I'm not a race fan. Sorry. You don't even know the race players? None of them. Is that a marketing problem or is that just too insulting to think about? Too insulting to think about. All right. I, I, I fed them. Uh, right. I'm educated. It's here. a specific like target audience that they have yeah. going on. So you're in New York. Do you ever go to Hudson Valley to see the kids play? What, what do you mean? Like the the, the, the minor Valley league, Cats? the Class A, yeah, Renegades. Yeah. Well, the Valley Cat, the Astros single A team is right in Troy, where I live. Okay. Yeah. So okay. I, I, so I watch them a lot because you can sit behind home play for twelve bucks. Which is pretty sweet. <laughs> It's a lot different than where we're standing ben right Zobris now. Ben played there, former Ray. There you go. World Series champion. 
You knew back then, huh? I knew back then. I didn't know back then. Uh, <laughs> I was too young. <laughs> Alright, thanks, guys. Yeah. I have to say, I think the best thing about being a race fan at Fenway Park is the level of appreciation you have for seeing anyone else raise affiliated and raise gear and a raise hat. It kind of just makes your day, makes you feel like you're not alone. This is a beautiful ballpark. And I think the race have a lot to learn from parks like Wrigley, like Fenway, like Camden that are historic and that they will last forever. You're not worried about Fenway Park going away anymore now that it's been kept up and that they improved it and they fixed what was wrong with it and now it'll last. It feels like it's always been here because it has. Whatever comes, if it's Ybor City, I think the Rays would be wise to try to capture a similar feel, even if it's indoor, even if there's a roof. There's a lot to be learned. Hi, what's your name? Becky. And what's yours? Jane. So how did you end up at Fenway Park in Rays gear? My boyfriend's the Sox fan, I'm a Yankees fan, and anybody that beats the Yank Red Sox. So the enemy of my enemy is my friend? Yeah. That's fair. How long have you been following the Rays? I haven't been following them, they're just playing the Red Sox, and I hope they beat them. Oh! I'm a Yankees fan. All right, where did you get the, where'd you get the gear? Uh, got it on Amazon. For this game? Yeah, just for this game. That is absolutely brilliant. Any game that we go to, I have to buy a t-shirt or a hat of the opposing team. How do you feel about this race gear compared to the other? I bought a little too big, so at least it fits. <laughs> is there a name on it? No. All right. Usually I do have a name. It looks good. I think, I think Columbia Blues are colors. Thank you. Are you from Boston? No, I'm not. Where are you from? Western Mass. Oh, that's still great. Born and raised in Massachusetts, but always a New York fan, as far as baseball. Understood. All right, you have fun today. And are you a Rays fan? No, I'm a Red Sox fan. Yeah, that's what I thought. I'm a Red Sox fan. No, I'm not. Oh, no. You <laughs> got the Florida Red State gear on. I can appreciate that. How you doing, man? Doing well. What's your name? Scott. What's your name, buddy? Jackson. So, how did a Rays fan end up in Fenway Park? Uh, well, we just wanted to plan a trip to Boston, so we did it when the Rays weren't out. That's great. So you guys are from Florida? Yeah, Orlando. That's great. Yeah. How long have you been in the city? Got here yesterday. Toured the park today. Came back to the game. What is your impression of Fenway Park? It's phenomenal. Yeah, it's a little better than the trial. Do you think uh, Do you think Ebor City is going to happen? Man, I hope so. Uh, it'd be a great location, and it would it would pull more people in Central Florida. Yeah. Right now, from Orlando, it's a solid two and a half hour drive. Yeah, I'm from the East Coast. Oh yeah, what and part? Melbourne. Oh, no. like 45 minutes. But we're in Lake Nona, so yeah, I went to school in Satellite Beach. Okay, so we're down by the Orlando airport. Excellent. Yeah, that's, that's my side. What What brought you up here? Work. Okay. Unfortunately, I've been here for a couple of years, but that's okay. Do you like it? The weather. Well, today is pretty phenomenal. Today it feels like inside the truck. Yeah, yeah. Do you think the Rays can recreate any kind of this feel in a new stadium? No, 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 no. You can't recreate this feel. Um, not without 100 years of history, right? Um, but you can do what a lot of modern... I think you could recreate what they have at AT&T Park in San Francisco, especially if they were able to build it on the water. Yeah. And I would love that. I don't think they could do this, but they could do something like it. 
got some of the similar feel. Yeah. Like, have you seen that ballpark in Camden Yards? Oh, yeah, we were there a few years ago. Baltimore? Yeah. Yeah, that would be amazing. So, who's on your cap? Team that's USA, Justin Turner. Oh, no, that's, oh, that's my last name. Oh, all right. You're the Turner. Excuse yeah. me. I got it. I like it. It's personalized. So you got the four state gear. I'm cool with that. But you're telling me underneath that uh, sweatshirt well, is... because I'm a second baseman, so I just wanted to get Dustin with the Rays. Fair. It's good to have players that you look yeah. up to. How do you feel about the second baseman the Rays got right now? Uh, Wendell? I mean, he's hitting off the charts. He's phenomenal. <laughs> Not as big of a fan. I like Defoe better. I'm a Nats fan, so. Oh, curveballs! All right. Well, hopefully Joey Wendell can hit for you, and uh, he's off today. We'll see him tomorrow. It's a left-handed guy. I think they're just uh, giving a rest. They can find us in 137 tomorrow. All right. I'll see be around. Then. Take care. Hey, do you have a second? Yeah. I'm pressed. Uh, I'm interviewing Rays fans as I see them walking around. <laughs> So what brings you to Fenway? I've always wanted to come and see Fenway. So you're from Florida? I am, yep. How many Rays games do you get to a year? Um, I do the Flex Pass. I go to five every year. That's great. Yep. So what, what about this opportunity made you want to come up and see Boston? Well, actually, my niece is graduating from Brandis uh, next month. And the is she the one in the Rays cap over there? Yes, she is. I just I brought it up for her. Oh, that's very nice. So, um, yeah, and then that, those are her classmates, and they're all, and they're all graduating. Oh, that's fun. And uh, it was good timing to see who, where she lives before she graduates with a genetic counseling degree. Mm-hmm. And then um, the Rays were playing, so I came up. That's great. So you, you haven't given up on the team despite rebuilding and trading yeah. a couple. No, no. I've been, I mean, I've. Been, I've lived there since 98, or I've lived there since 72. I started in 98 when they started, and then, of course, the good years in, in 2008 for the two or three years, and then, you know, you got to stick with them. And what was your name? My name is Cindy Smith. Cindy, nice to meet you. Yep. Thank you. Yep, no problem. Two, three, four, five, technically six. Well, I'm, not, I'm used to being outnumbered. I'm ready for single mile. All right, when did you become a race fan? When they uh, started in Florida? When he was born in Florida. <laughs> do you live here now? No. No, we're busy. It's our birthday. I can do that. Uh, well, happy birthday. Thank you. Thank you. Go Red Sox. All right, that's fair. Go, that's go Rays and go Bulls. Yeah, you're, you're a good husband right now. Happy <laughs> Oh, you know. 
you're not. <laughs> That's no leap. So is that, what's your name? Melanie. And what's your name? Mark. And you have expos. Yes, on. we come from Montreal. That's fantastic. <laughs> so you came to Fenway Park. Why? To see baseball. To just there, see baseball at all. There is no all. more baseball in Montreal, so you have to go here. There could be soon. <laughs> maybe, maybe. I hope so. Do you ever wonder if uh, maybe the Rays are the new expos? Could be. Oh, I hope so, but wait. One of my writers is uh, is French Canadian, and uh, I wish he was here right now. Y'all look good in your Expos gear. Looks good. Thank you. Thanks. So, hi. What's your name? And how did you end up in Fenway Park in Ray's gear? Because we came up from uh, Florida to see the Rays. Oh, that's fantastic. So you're here for the weekend? Yeah, it's on my bucket list to see, to see Fenway Park and the Rays were playing. It's perfect. What do you think of the ballpark so far? It's interesting. Do you, how, how does it compare to Tropicana View? It's not, your your friend mean, here is laughing. Two, they're, they're two different names. What's your name? Eric. And you are not a Rays fan? I, I, I'm sort of indifferent these days anymore. Okay, agnostic? But, uh, I guess. I, uh, I mean, you know, they are the hometown, but uh, this is my mom, and it was on her bucket list, so we are You're here. You're good son. We are here. We flew out this morning. We are here. We're going to do, um, hopefully the weather will hold. It's beautiful today. I hope it holds tomorrow. We're going to do the uh, Green Monster seats tomorrow. And uh, so, yeah. That's, that's yeah. something special. Well, it is a bucket list, like you said. I've, I've never been to Fenway. Um been to a lot of ballparks. I, you know, I grew up with baseball from, from her. So you're a baseball fan, but you're not necessarily a Rays fan. I'm a Rays fan. You're a Rays fan. I, I live in Tampa. He lives in Orlando. So. I kind of gave it all up after Cal Ripken retired. I kind of, yeah. yeah. So, so I've kind of just kind of, I've really gravitated much more to uh, hockey over since the last 25 years. You might be aware that there's a little challenge, a, a little event that's going to happen between our hometown team and your your hometown team. Yeah, I'm from Florida Over. too. So oh, okay. okay. Don't give me too much room to hang. With okay. Me. Where are you from in Florida? Space Coast. Okay. All right. I'm in Orlando now, so I uh, that's where I work. So you're a Lightning fan. Oh yeah. How do you think the Lightning and Rays compare to each other as two Florida teams? Right now, the Bolts are, you know, killing it. But the race has been good for the last week. <laughs> yeah, seven-game win streak. Yeah, yeah, they're pulling it together. Well, after Madden, uh, I think they kind of hit a little speed bump after Madden left, didn't yeah. they? Yeah. You think things are turning around? That's up to her. I don't follow them enough. It, it was tough to watch um, Steve and Sousa leave and Evelyn Moria, and it was tough to see them leave. But I, after this past week, it gives me a little faith. That's great. Thanks, guys. Yeah, man. Well, what's your name? Ben. And what's your name, sir? Jeff Monahan. I'm a big fan of the Florida State hat you got on. Uh, and, you, and you got a bus Buc- hat on, Ben. Bucking his hat. All right. And you happen to be here for Tampa Bay playing baseball. Yes. Come here to join the atmosphere. Yeah. <laughs> That's right. How many uh, Rays games do you think you've been to? I've been to about five or six of them. Fenway's excited about a single. Yeah. Hey, Boston finally got a hit. <laughs> it's their third. Yeah. It's been a been a bad day for the Red Sox, man. Yeah. Bad, bad series, I think. Yeah. Bad series. Yeah. Did I get beat pretty bad yesterday? So we do cover them a little bit. 
What brought you guys to Fenway Park today? Um, something to do in Boston. Yeah. Right? So you guys are visiting from Florida? Yes. Yep, absolutely. Are you here just for the beautiful weather? Oh, yeah. Yesterday was beautiful weather. Today, not so much. But hey, look, look at the sun shining now. You got to catch it quick. Yeah, it, goes it goes away. It goes away. You boys have a good time. I Thanks. Think. Enjoy. Sunday ball game now, and the sun finally came out. The Red Sox got that third hit, and uh, it just became an official ball game in the rain. Uh, but we might play nine, which seemed improbable in this absolutely horrible Boston weather that's been this April. The crowd's into it, though, down zero to three. Andrew Kittredge now on the mound. Johnny Venter's got his second appearance, true loogie, and that was a beautiful thing to see. If I'm being honest, uh, feels a little bit like a ticking time bomb every time he takes the mound, uh, but nothing warms the heart more than seeing him out there pitching, so let's hope that keeps up. One of the things this stadium does right is just how intimate it is. Particularly on a weekend game, it's packed to the gills. And the crowd gets into it. We now have bases loaded against Andrew Kittredge in the sixth inning. And uh, this crowd cares. The best part about this chant is this is how I find the Rays fans when the game's going. If you listen carefully, you'll hear a raise against the Red Sox.
runs have now scored. This is fun. Just being in the middle, no one knowing who I am, I feel safe. Thank you for listening, guys. Fenway Park is a cathedral of the sport. I hope that you enjoyed listening to the the sounds that happened during the interview, the organ blaring or the band playing out on the street. Uh, It's a really great atmosphere at Fenway Park. Really looking forward to what the Rays are uh, going to be doing, hopefully in Ybor City or wherever that next stadium might be, but also to experiencing the, the sights and sounds in the ballpark as the team has worked as they do every year to improve the fan experience. Uh, If you enjoyed this pod special, we are hoping to do another one later in August from Tropicana Field. But until then, Darby and Brett will be back soon with another standard edition of the hit show. In the meantime, I'm Danny Russell. Thank you for enjoying D-Rays Bay.